What is going on, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Beyond Rad podcast. My name is Chad, and this week we are joined by Cody Okonski of the band Millington. So Millington is a pop punk slash ska, um, or as as Cody will call it, brass emo band based out of Albany, New York, and I really dig the style. It's a very unique style of ska, and I'm super super excited for you guys to hear a little bit more about about his process because Cody is the is actually the the producer, the engineer the lead vocals and the bassist for for the project he does he does have the ability to play all the instruments and super talented guy and the interview was a ton of fun he uh like i said he's a super talented guy and and really down to earth and got to talk about quite a few different things obviously we talked about uh you know covid19 going on and how he's adjusted and what he's doing to to continue producing music and can you st- continue staying productive and uh, I'm excited for you guys to, to hear it. So before we jump in, another quick reminder, Tuesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, swing on over to twitch.tv slash Mr. Rad Chad, 8.30 p.m. And, and we'll uh, we'll say hi in the chat. We'll have some fun playing some games. I've been switching it up quite a bit, playing a lot of Call of Duty, but also Borderlands and, and uh, Minecraft as well as uh, Ghost Recon. So Come join. It'll be a lot of fun. And uh, if you have any suggestions on games, hit me up with those as well. And uh, before we jump in, make sure you swing on over to to Millington's Facebook, to their Instagram, to Twitter. Give them a follow. Make sure you, you let Cody know, um, you know where you found him, how much you enjoy his music, and uh, make sure you spread some love. And uh, while you're at it, you can hit up the Beyond Rad podcast socials and or my personal socials, Mr. Rad Chat. Anyway, without further ado, let's just jump right on in. So how how are you doing? I'm doing all right. You know, it's uh, it's been a <laughs> it's been something of a quarantine. Um, you know, definitely like losing it on a couple days, but uh, you know, trying to keep a positive mental attitude about you know the the the, the hand we've been given and whatnot. And uh, you know, obviously being in New York, uh, everything's a little a little bit stricter. It seems like so. Uh, yeah, that's that's always uh, that's always an interesting part of it. Like, yeah. I've noticed that I've noticed that like everywhere is kind of adjusting according to to what they um, like. Each of the states are kind of starting to realize, okay, each state's going to take it on its own. But I mean, obviously, right. New York was hit super super hard, so that's got to be yeah. That's yeah, and I think they kind of govern um, the whole state um, as a whole, whereas, you know, like obviously the city is super, super massive and dense, um, but I think that they've pretty much been, you know, I mean, they realize that um, that there's obviously small, like even rural areas in New York, but uh, they kind of, ha- in, in the beginning at least, were governing it all as um, as one, you know, thing. And, and now they're yeah. like, you know, obviously, you know, so, uh, you know, and I'm in a, like a suburban upstate New York, so it's it's kind of right in the middle of like, you know, the city versus the country and uh yeah you know and uh you know i i've we've just me and i i live at home with my mom and then basically like we've just been super being like super safe about it so like you know I, even people are starting to go outside and and we're like eh, you know so. yeah for sure yeah that's i mean that's a pretty big deal too is making sure that everyone is is doing what's best for yeah 
for everyone, right? Because it's like what, yeah, what's yeah. best for one person isn't going to always be what's what's best for uh, for everyone there. And that's that's totally. always another another thing to kind of have to worry about, obviously. Right. And I'm like a natural shut in anyway. Like I have my, my <laughs> studio like I'm in my studio right now. I'm in like the, the control room version of it. And uh, so like, you know, like basically my life hasn't changed too, too much. Obviously, I don't see a lot of people anymore. But, you know, in terms of going outside, like I wasn't a big sportsman in high school and I'm not like missing throwing the pigskin or anything like that. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> I, I'm definitely just like writing music and recording it still. So it's yeah, uh, it's it hasn't been too, too bad in that regard. Well, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, I've I've kind of noticed something similar with myself. I'm like, uh, you know, yeah. I'm I'm pretty much inside. A lot of my hobbies are are inside hobbies. You know, I'm <laughs> yeah. playing video games. I'm hanging out right, with my yeah, kids. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. you know, it's like mm-hmm. I'm doing digital illustration. I'm doing my podcast. This stuff is is all inside. I'm a software developer, right. so I'm inside all the time for right. that, too. So, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. I mean, it's, it's like obviously it's nice to ha- know that like when, you know, when there were freedoms, it was nice to know that you could go outside. And I think that like, like, even though like my life really hasn't changed too much, like, like I think just like the idea that my, you know, those li- freedoms are limited either by, you know, whether I think it's, I mean, I'm not, I'm not getting political about it, but like, obviously like I shouldn't go outside for certain things or I, sh- I you know, I have to take precautions or whatever. Yeah. Um. So, so because of that, like, you know, I just, just that mentality that like something is different, I guess, is, yeah. is kind of, you know, like I'm kind of like right up down the middle when it comes to like whether, you know, like I'm not, again, not too, too political about it, but um, uh, just like the idea that something is amiss, I think just it, it kind of throws a, a, a wrench in the whole uh, the I don't know what uh, the whole mood, I guess, you know? Yeah, I agree. I think it's I think it's just that we've become so accustomed to if we want something, we get something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And totally, when you totally. when you aren't able to to do that any longer, it kind of throws mm. it just throws off your mental state where you're like, yeah, wait a minute, yeah. I I can't just go and do that. <laughs> totally right. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was like uh, a big thing that I would do quite often is like, you know, when I'm getting the day going, I would jump in the car, drive to Chipotle with my dog and we would, you know, we would drive back. And that was like my big, uh, that's, that's a <laughs> good, my adventure that's a for the good day. thing to do. <laughs> yeah. And like, and like technically that could still happen, but it's just like playing it a little bit extra safe. And like, you know, like, I guess maybe just because like those little, little things can't happen. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. It, it kind of just throws everything off in a sense, but you know, kind of reinventing, um, I guess the, uh, the expectations of the, the day to day, uh, is a is a good thing because you know i can you know like you know if you it's easy to like look at the walls and get angry at the walls and like you're you know you're keeping <laughs> me inside and uh uh but you know if you can kind of just take yourself out of that for a second even if it has to be like within the quarantine and then you know just kind of reinvent that the mental and and and, and whatever thing and the uh positive mental attitude about it um you know it doesn't it's it's not always you know, and obviously everyone's gonna have days. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's one of the biggest things is is how we how we interpret the situation, right? Like Yeah, oh yeah. It's just it's yeah. just a matter of like like obviously there's like the the hardest part is there have been so many people hit really, really, really hard. And I'm I mean like it's so I, I can't right. even imagine what they're feeling, what they're thinking. Right. You know, yeah. what's going on in their lives. But like it it is a matter of of understanding, hey, you know, like everything happens like i believe that everything happens for a reason and as everything happens it kind of you know it, it'll fix itself it'll 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 eventually get back to a point where everyone yeah. feels 
happy with life again, but it's, it's yeah. just a matter of, of being patient enough, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I think patience, that's yeah, definitely, I think patience is a, is a huge factor in all of this, um, for sure. Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know, things will be different for a while and, and then maybe, you know, maybe they, they won't ever be exactly the same again, but you know, we'll, you know, we'll push forward and we'll forge a path that makes us all happy or something that works for everybody. You know what I mean? So yeah, I think that, it, you know, that that's even starting to happen now. And I think it's all, you know, I think, you know, obviously people are, are getting a little restless, but uh, I think we're all going to end up working together in the end. I hope. Yeah, I yeah. hope so. I mean, I hope I hope everyone is able to to look at it and say, hey, I don't care what you're what you personally believe in terms right, of right. politics or anything like that. Right, it's right. just like we're all we're all part of the one team right here and we all need right. to we need yeah. to work together to to fix yeah. this problem. <laughs> right. And not go too too like, you know, like you just, I, I don't know, like everyone just needs to, you know, like if, if, if someone's going a little too crazy, we'll just be like, yeah, chill, you know, like we're all in this together, you know, yeah. like you know, just like it's been a rough couple of weeks for everybody or a couple yeah. of months, I guess, at this point. Yeah. I mean, you know, so. and it just keeps on pouring, you know, obviously like um, recently that dam just burst, I think it was actually today in Michigan and it's like, holy, oh, shit. everything is, everything is just going down. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. oh my gosh, what do we, <laughs> what do yeah, we do? Yeah, you know? I, I, then, didn't, I actually didn't hear about that, but um. Yeah, the only reason I know about it is I have uh, a friend who uh, whose family lives in the county where that dam was, and so a lot of people have been affected. And she shared it on oh, on Facebook, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" It yeah, just I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. yeah, right. I was just like, "Man, when it rains, it pours," and it's just like <laughs> it just doesn't doesn't seem to uh, to slow down for for anything. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. What's crazy is that I think um, a lot of like while this whole thing's been happening, like people or at least i kind of forget that other bad things can happen on top of it and when yeah. that happens again it's like when it rains it pours it's like you know other than this not too much has been going on because everyone's kind of inside but then like yeah. you hear some stories and it's like oh like uh wow <laughs> you know like yeah i yeah i wasn't ready for both of these things you know exactly yeah. and it's and it kind of feels like almost it almost feels like obviously it feels surreal like if, if I were to say, you know, if someone were to tell me two months ago, three months ago, literally, you're not going to be able to to leave the house except for right. like most dire emergencies. I'm like, right. Yeah, right. Like, right. Yeah, I would. I, I like like to where from where we were to where we are now. Like if it was like if it happened in a day, like I wouldn't, you know, I totally would not believe that. Uh, I think it was like, you know, obviously it was a slow kind of thing, but even yeah. still, it, it feels kind of, uh, you know, extreme. Like like we were going to have. You know, for the album and stuff, we had plans to do um, like a, a video, like, and it was like pretty much the end of March, and we, it was like mid March, and like we, we we weren't we were at the point where we weren't um we weren't giving high fives to each other at the end of practice, you know, like it was yeah. like that kind of thing, and but like it wasn't it wasn't like we were still practicing together, yeah, uh, we just, and there wasn't like a shelter in place, and then it kind of came down like hard the next week, pretty much, and and then we're like, oh well, no music video, and you know, I guess I'll see you guys when I see you guys, yeah, and, yeah, for the to the band, so. Um, yeah, it's, it was kind of, in a sense, it, it felt like, uh, a night and day, but you know, it, it was also, you know, it was building up to that for a little bit at least. Yeah. It just, yeah, it's been, uh, like I, I mentioned, I've mentioned this multiple times, but man, it's like, I feel like the, the music industry was the most taken off guard primarily yeah. because of, of 
how little they had been doing anything that wasn't personal contact. You know what I mean? Like, Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I think uh, like touring is kind of in my mind, like the last bastion of like, uh, you know, like yeah. everything else kind of has, um, you know, like the record labels will be making a lot of money off the records. And, and then, yep. uh, you know, like uh, and it's it seemed like like merch sales and like live music is like the big like the bringing home the bacon for a lot of artists and stuff for like sure, that. So yeah. it's, I think that a lot of them are pr- most likely suffering. I mean, we weren't really touring too too much. We've we've been a lot of, you know, we've been doing a lot of recording. Yeah. And uh, we didn't have to like we wanted to do some shows when Beatdown Generation came out. And obviously those have kind of been postponed. And uh, you know, the way things are going, we'll probably even have like a single or two by the time we yeah. actually have the like the album release show. So it'll be like you guys <laughs> almost like playing the old catalog by the yeah. time we actually you know what I mean? So <laughs> Yeah, um, for sure. Uh but uh you know anyway it's it's yeah I it's kind of crazy because um you know, the arts, while they are not thought of as essential, you know, they, I don't know that people, it would be a very happy life without any kind of entertainment. So yeah. in some ways it is essential, but you, you can't really prove it in any sense. So obviously though, that was going to be the first thing to go was like the entertainment. It's like, that's a big no, no, don't get together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like stay home, blah, blah, blah. So I agree that the, uh, the music industry has definitely taken a hit and, and hopefully I mean, I, th- I do think that a lot of people are innovative. I think that's the beautiful thing about the music sure. industry is that, um, you, you know, in order to survive and even get a platform in the first place, you have to be think- constantly thinking out the- outside the box because there's yep. so many people uh, trying to do the same thing. So um, so I think that a lot of people are still innovating um, and coming up with new stuff. I mean, doing like live streams and, and, yeah. and ways to like reach out to, you know, the fans and, and whatnot. So. You know, you know, I th- I think it in some ways it is a, a cool thing to see what is being you know born in the uh, entertainment you know industry during this time, but it is you know obviously still a bummer. So yeah, and it's it's like my my biggest hope is that like that bands don't get discouraged or or get to a point where it's just not something they do anymore. You know what I mean? Like I yeah, I don't want yeah. I don't want bands to to feel the need to, to just call it off and just like fizzle out. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause I mean, it was already hard enough to be a musician before, before all of this. And now it's like, it's like there's, it's just become more difficult because now, you know, if you were a musician who was creating online content, releasing a lot of music videos and stuff and doing live streams, well now so are all of the people's favorite bands. You know what I mean? Like the yeah, biggest I, I of guess the bands. That, right, you know what I mean? right. That's true. Totally. And, and um, so it's like, that's tough too. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I, I do agree with that part. Like obviously, um, you know, even like, like Billy Joe from green day did that, that lady Gaga thing where, you know, there was a bunch of really, really popular artists that I think they showed it on TV, but they were still like all using their phones and stuff. Yep. Um, and, uh, you know, like pretty much because everyone has to do the same thing. It, it's like almost like a new co- competitive pool because yeah, yeah, you know. But uh, I, I think that bands that are like scraping by, you know, so to speak, um, are gonna keep finding a way to do it because yeah. it, really at the end of, at the end of the day, it's not they're not making a ton of money anyway. Um, you it's know, true. obviously, like you have to pay rent and and all those things. But I think that if they've found a way so far, they're gonna keep finding a way. I agree. So, yeah. 
It's just so my I think hope the people that, that, that are, stays yeah. the way, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope so, too. You know, because if it goes on long enough um, and we really can't like do shows, like, obviously, the morale is going to keep going down and down. Um, and that's unfortunate. But, um, you know, <laughs> it's like you just got to hold out for the better days, I think. Uh, yeah. Because they'll, they'll, they'll be coming and uh, it'll be a beautiful thing when we can get out and, you know, do some shows and stuff like that. So Yeah. I'm actually really excited to see the wave of, you know, like, obviously, they there's they you know back in the day it was like baby boomers but now i'm yeah. like i'm thinking of like the creative boom that's going to be happening from yeah, all of this yeah, time totally. that people have been kind of stewing because a, a lot of the best art or a lot of the best creations come from people's like uh, sadly from a lot of the dark moments or yeah, from yeah, some of the isolated moments and so i'm sure. really like in in a in, it almost sounds kind of morbid now that I bring it that way, but I'm really excited to see the boom of creativity that that comes on the heels of this. Well, yeah, and I don't think it needs to be necessarily thought of as a morbid thing. The way I kind of have been thinking about it is, um, you know, basically like in I, I guess I, I'll start in the '80s and the '90s, for example. The internet wasn't really such a consumable thing, so people pretty much had to go out and have fun, like on the weekends, you know, like yeah. obviously you could stay in and whatnot, but like going to see shows was huge because Big like time, yeah. everybody went and, and you know, people weren't glued to their phones. They were talking to each other and stuff like that. And not to say that basically where I'm going with this is that, you know, as the internet and, and the kind of like self-isolation came more prominent, um, you know, the shows kind of started dying down a little bit and obviously genres of music became less popular and, and you know, there's still artists that bring a ton of people. But I will say that I think that, when people start being let outside that, I think a lot like the show attendance, you know, like, like those live events that, that were so overlooked in, you know, the past, uh, will now be like, Oh, well we've been on our phone for three months straight yeah. with nothing else to do. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think I might actually try to go see this show that I wasn't going to, you wouldn't normally go see now that, uh, you know, all my friends are going and, you know, so I think that we might actually see that. I hope so. At least I, I think that would so be a really too. cool thing. Yeah. yeah, I think I honestly like I've I've wanted that for a long time. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, me too. Because like my high school days, like every weekend was was shows like I yeah. was. And, and I mean, cell phones were already a thing by then, you know, like obviously it was like yeah. a razor, but it wasn't like a had, had <laughs> right. everything right on my. But I mean, we did have fast Internet so we could stream videos yeah. from YouTube and things. And, mm. and it was like but it was just this this idea of of getting out. And there's there is something that. Like even even as I've watched a lot of the live streams and and even like um, one of my favorite bands of all time and Berlin, they're doing they're doing an actual like really high production quality live show that oh, nice. um, that you pay for an actual ticket. You They'll send you a, a ticket in the mail and a T-shirt. You know, it's like this whole production. Right. Which is so super it's like, rad. Like they, they don't have to, but they're doing it to like be like, oh, it's all, like almost the next best thing to being there. Yeah, and because. Like being, yeah. Yeah, because they were planning on announcing a tour and this and COVID basically said, nah, you're not doing a tour over the summer right. again. And so they're like, mm -hmm. well, what's the best thing that we can do for now? And it's we can do a live stream and reach everyone from all these cities and we yeah. can give them a special edition ticket and a special edition shirt and make right. it uh, make it a memorable experience. Right. But yeah, I, like, I really like the idea of the uh, physical ticket because that's like for an online show, that's so not necessary, but it's yeah. like a, a physical medium to say like that you were there, you were part of it, you know, exactly on your wall. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it makes people feel included, which which is something that I've actually really enjoyed is the communities of, of people on all of these different platforms 
sharing yeah. their the music and and you know a lot of bands are are expressing you know um expressing themselves with a lot of their, their live performances and stuff but one mm-hmm. thing i've noticed consistently is you just can't really get that atmosphere that you get from a live show right and that atmosphere is is so unique at a live show and the energy yeah. and 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 you just can't get it in your living room unless you've right, got live right. band there, you know? <laughs> right, right. Unless you're like, you hook your phone up to your amps and have like the sound playing. I don't know. Like, yeah, projector. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Massive right, projector, yeah, right. like completely yeah. booming the like house. Like 3D projector, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just some, yeah. get some, get some Star Wars technology and get some right. holograms, you yeah. know? Yeah, <laughs> you're talking my language, yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, yeah man. But, We'll get, I, you know, I, I think we'll get there. You know, I think uh, brighter days are ahead now and, and hopefully people do everything super smart and we can get back to what we love doing most. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. And I think, like I said, I'm excited because you already said, you know, you're you're already working because of this and because even though you were already kind of in that mentality of kind of staying home and, and working mm-hmm. anyway, but now you've potentially got more time or at least you're right. you're there more often. and. Right you're going to be releasing probably you're going to have quite a few new, new pieces of material to release. It'll it'll come from a different, it'll come from almost a little different place in your life. And it's kind of, yeah, it's going to be cool. I, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I already like envisioned myself writing about, I mean, I guess I, I was going to say the four, like there's literally a lyric in the last, in this record, we just put out beat down generation that says four walls. And I was about to say, I'll probably put lyrics about four walls, you know, like it'll probably keep going that way because, uh, that's that's pretty much what I I that's my scenery these days. So um, there, I, I, to say that we probably you know a lot of artists and art you know even like fine artists paint you know painters and whatnot uh, sculptors if you will and uh, y- you know musicians will probably be channeling a lot of this time. You know I think that you'll you'll see a lot of art that reflects um, you know the, the the quarantine lifestyle. I know that I well, it, even if it's subconscious, it's 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 it wants to man- manifest itself in the yeah. next Millington song already. You know so uh, yeah it'll probably happen. And, uh, I mean, luckily our songs, you know, aren't necessarily known for being chipper as it is. So, (laughs) you know, it's not going to come as a shock to people if I write a song about, you know, being in the house and and not loving it. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And I mean, uh, like, like you said though, like the, uh, the, the coolest thing, like I, I, it's just going to be interesting because obviously as, as I took arts classes and, and even music classes, there was, you know, obviously the, there were periods of certain, um, themes or, or mantras that were followed just because of society. And so I think this is going to be a wave of a completely new, uh, a completely new, uh, theme that not just you, but I think everyone's going to follow. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. I mean, what's crazy about this is it's literally happening everywhere. So yeah. I've been, um, you know, I've been learning Japanese and I've made some friends online uh, through that. And, and basically th- what the, the most crazy thing to me is that um, they're dealing with the exact same thing. And it's mm-hmm. like the, literally the other side of the world. So, you know, it, I, I mean, it, you know, they have different regulations and whatnot, but at the end of the day, they have to quarantine. They really can't get together. There's live shows have been all getting called off. And yeah. so, so, you know, to see that, uh, that they might, you know, some of these Japanese artists, uh, musicians might literally be writing songs about the same kind of feeling, you know, uh, being on, you know, like, I guess there is a certain oneness to it. Um, even though it's again, a little bit morbid that we're all, but like, you know, the fact that we're kind of in this together, um, 
kind of does make it feel like there is a certain oneness about uh you know the the the, the lifestyles and whatnot and the, and the art exactly it, so and i think that's going to be really cool because it's almost like you know when punk rock first originated there yeah. was a there is a very common theme amongst every punk rock band and right. uh and you know as as time goes on those those themes expand and and Mm-hmm, it introduces right. a lot of different a lot of different points of view, which is awesome. I love that. Right. But I'm sure, really excited sure. to see it start here and then start to expand. And and like you said, right, I mean, right. you know, even even like I, I don't know many musicians in, in Japan. I don't know any personally, <laughs> obviously, but like one OK Rock, you know, they released. A, oh, OK. They released their music. Uh, You know, they did they did their quarantined music, you know, their their live version. And it's just like and it's everyone is is following the same the same kind of pattern of right. of realizing, hey, we can't get to use uh, physically, so let's get right. to you to your screens, you know, and right, yeah. uh, and so it is going to be really cool, and and the whole world, like you said, is is in on it, so it's going to be right. really interesting hearing because the the other cool thing about that is each society or each culture is going to be feeling it differently, right? Because right. yeah, some cultures maybe more used to being secluded some sure. maybe yeah. more out and i think that's going to be a really cool like way to process it as well yeah yeah just to see the kind of the unique take on it for sure i think that um that that will be interesting to see yeah because um again i i would say that you know like americans seem to be for the most part pretty open about most things and and we'll we'll you know we'll speak their mind and like oh this this sucks you know like you know, and, <laughs> yeah. and whereas some people might be more reserved about their opinion about it but obviously still feel what they're feeling so yeah um you know not to overgeneralize but i yeah i agree that it'll be interesting to see um kind of you know how that relates to art going forward for sure yeah, yeah that's cool so so i want to honestly there's it's kind of um i feel like the uh you know, your, your EP that you guys released. Um, mm-hmm. I've been, I've been bopping it, man. I love it. I think it's Ooh. fantastic. I, uh, thank you very much. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I guess that I was, I was actually going to ask about, uh, it's the hiss song, right? The one that you, you, you <laughs> sing in Japanese in that song. Yeah. And I was like, HSS. wait a minute. HSS. Okay. I wasn't sure yeah. what, it, yeah, but I, I, I heard it and I was like, wait a minute, that is not English. And then I listened to it again and I'm like, that sounds like an Asian language. And then I right. looked at, I literally looked at the lyrics on like Apple music. Like they have the yeah. lyrics and I was yeah. like, that's Japanese. I don't, yeah. I don't know Japanese. <laughs> I only know, I only know the way that the, each of the, you know, Korean versus Japanese. Sure. Sure. The they, way that they would yeah, look and uh, the shapes yeah. of them. Yeah. The shapes of, right, of the, right. the symbols and stuff. And so I was like, I wonder what his tie is to Japan. Cause that's really cool. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it's uh, I wouldn't say it's going to be an underwhelming answer, but I will say that basically I was a huge, 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 massive Nintendo fan my entire life. And there was a couple different, you know, like obviously. So I would always be kind of like know about the idea of like, you know, Japanese culture from yeah. some some of those games. And then, you know, there would be some games that I couldn't play because um, the you know, like they'd be exclusive and that would always bum yeah. me out. Um, And I but I was so I was like, you know, it's like I still wasn't enough. And then I think that the. Uh, the spark that lit the powder keg of me learning the language was, um, or at least, you know, trying to, um, was a fan reached out, uh, tagged us on Twitter, um, not necessarily reaching out to us, but was like kind of hyping our stuff. And it was all in Japanese. And I was like, oh, that looks like it, it just seems so cool. <laughs> seems so cool to be like, you know, nice. affiliated with that. So, um, 
you know, at, right after that, pretty much like the next day I started studying and I like, I've been studying pretty much every day since, and it's been a year now. So I'm That's getting so there. Cool. Um, yeah. And I've met some cool people on the internet. You know, there's a big J ska scene. Um, so that, you know, and, really? and they revere. Yeah. 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 It's really cool. Um, uh, awesome. and they, they, they revere, you know, they still revere rock and roll pretty, pretty like well over there. Whereas, you know, we, you know, some people are, might think rock and roll is dead. They definitely don't think it's dead over there. Um, which is awesome. Yeah. And, um, or at least I hope not. It seems that they're pretty gung ho about it, which is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, and, uh, and yeah, uh, a friend, I, a friend online reached out to me, um, and you know, we got to talk to each other and I was like, Hey, would you want to help me like write some Japanese lyrics? And, and he's like, yeah. Um, and that's what we came up with. And it's, you know, it's a small part of the song, but I, I think it's, you know, I'm just, I'm just dipping my toes in at this point. I think on the next record, we'll probably do something more substantial, you know, yeah. uh, maybe, maybe a full song. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, That's so I, cool. I, it just added an extra element, you know, like like the the ears perk up. Yeah, yeah it just kind of <laughs> catches you off guard. Like, I don't know if you I mean, com- very different genre, but Dance Gavin sure. Dance did a song in Spanish on their new album. Oh, did there? And I was cool. like, it just it was just one of those things that kind of catches you off guard. And it, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Per- you perk your ears up and you're like, wait a minute. Right. Right. Like, like if you're, you have, if you're listening to or you're playing a game while listening to it or something like all of a sudden it's kind of like wait a sec, like, you know, it kind of yeah. pulls you out of it for a second, you know, yeah, like kind of you... gets you in, it gets you to, to almost like re uh, like realign with what you were listening to, you know, yeah, taking yeah, it like out of the background yeah. and into the foreground, you know? <laughs> yep. 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 So, uh, uh yeah. so this one is, is not going to be related to music, but, uh, sure. with your love of, of Nintendo, what mm-hmm. would you say, uh, what, what were your thoughts of the, well, I guess it's not Nintendo, this one's Sony, but I'm sure same world for you potentially. Um, the, the final fantasy seven remake, have you played? I saw that coming. I actually have not played it. It's on okay. my list of things to do. Um, I was, you know, again, I've been, I did have a PlayStation growing up, but unfortunately, like regrettably, like didn't play final fantasy seven back then, oh, but I still, okay. you know, like with, with how, how like heavily people are like, like do this. Yes. This is, this is the game for right now. I, you know, I, I think it's like pretty much next on my list unless nice. something comes up. Cause you know, like I, I just played through, uh, persona five and and like that was like okay. a hundred hour game you know so, yeah, so now I'm, i have like you know not to say i have a ton of time now but like there's no massive game that i'm playing so i think that that should probably be the next one <laughs> that's um, awesome you know, it, I, I know all about it you know like it's just like it's been it's just been right outside my you know like my bubble and i'm just like every but final fantasy you know it's, it's everywhere and i just yeah. i can respect like how much time went into it because i know they like canceled it and for like a million times or like yeah. uh like pushed it back a million times so um to, just to get it right so i definitely i think that uh you yeah know. and it was cool because it wasn't just like a it wasn't just like a remastering or even a, a straight one-to-one remake it was right you know they they added new elements and and changed significantly the way the game played compared to what it was and so right. It's it's really cool, honestly. It's it's yeah. pretty fantastic. <laughs> so it's it's got it. Uh, so it's your official recommendation then? Oh yeah, I think All I right. think it's definitely like even when I just played the demo, just like a short time oh, yeah. on the demo, I was just like, this game, it's it's just phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, I remember a lot of people were tweeting about it when the demo, like it was like a free demo. And yeah, it was, like, it was uh, free like an hour or something like... of gameplay or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it was actually pretty significant. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I. Uh, Jeez, now I, now I really, I, I, I think I that will definitely be my next, uh, uh, video game. I will. Here's the thing. So you probably played it. You played the original version. I did. On, yeah. Yeah. yeah way back in the day. 
do you, I guess I'm going to be having a unique experience with it then because I don't have yeah. the n- nostalgia necessarily. I mean, I definitely, I played like uh chrono cross and chrono trigger and those, yeah. you know, they were made by the same company and they were uh, chrono, uh, chrono cross, especially was like a, a square Enix game, yeah. uh, right around the same time. And it was like, it was a two disc thing for the PlayStation, you know, so it was, it was kind of like similar in that way. So I think it'll probably, I mean, I, I don't know the character super well. Obviously, I had long blonde hair in high school and everybody called me Cl- Cloud. Uh, and I, you know, I looked it up at that time. But uh, I, yeah, I guess I guess I'll have to let you know how I uh, well, I how think I fare. I think just with your enjoyment of that culture and yeah. of of that style in general, you know, just mm-hmm. it being because it is so heavily it, it is very, very follows all of the, the things that you'd think as a cliche um you know japanese game which okay. in my mind is a great thing um but it it definitely yeah. has all of those elements the very strong anime and but the thing <laughs> that they the thing that they they did with it to add to all of that is even if you haven't played it before even if you don't have any sort of like memories of the game you're mm-hmm. going to come into it and just instantly just be diving into the story and feeling like cool. a connection that's awesome. Yeah, because I mean, I'll, I will probably need that. I'm glad that they didn't make it in a way that's like so indulgent for the people that have like, oh, like it's an exclusive club for the people that have played it before. Yeah, I'm glad that it's not that way because, um, you know, obviously I haven't, but I haven't played it before. I'm planning to. Do you know if do they um give you an option for like uh, Japanese audio, like for the voices? I don't. Th- I don't know. I uh, huh. I'll bet that they do have an option. Um, primarily oh, okay. because it, you know, it was. Right, a major release in Japan initially, right, right. but yeah. uh, from from the the things I know is the one of the main characters, the girl who voiced it, is white. She may know Japanese, but she oh. was white. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so, interesting. So well, I don't yeah, know. usually they'll do like a, a different voice cast or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, um, that's what I would assume. Yeah, um, I mean, I always try to uh, when I can, you know, study while I'm unwinding, just so that it, you know, I feel like I'm <laughs> doing something positive, yeah, you know, for like, sure. instead of just. Uh, just slacking off or whatever but yeah you know yeah it's it's tough man it's <laughs> i mean the i so i learned some spanish and i tried continuing yeah. to learn man after a long day and trying to to just yeah. trying to learn more like yeah. oof i i even even for a time i went from from a business degree and now I'm into the the computer science world and le- that was learning a new language um yeah, of yeah, software yeah. And it right. was just, I mean, it still is just mentally just exhausting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Bet, yeah. I mean, all that like memorization and, 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 you know, all that, those things that, you know, you try to cram into your brain, you know, and, and just try to find spaces and not, I, I, you know, again, with like learning languages and stuff for me, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm 27 now. And, and I feel like if I, my brain was more elastic at one point. Yeah. Uh, it's not necessarily so much anymore, but it's, it's, you know, it's still functioning and doing what it needs to do. Exactly. Um, but, but I think a big part of learning a new language is that it, it, it does challenge me to be elastic. So I am, I am, yeah. I think I am more, you know, maybe privy to pick up on things quickly. Um, and I'm like, definitely like, you know, my concentration on, on new ideas and new concepts and stuff um, definitely has improved from that. So, yeah. You know, and props to you for, uh, you know, like coding, you, you do coding, did you say? Or, yeah, or programming soft- or? Yeah. Yeah. Software engineer. I do. Yeah. I work with, uh, with just like web apps right now, but it's, yeah, it's like, oof, 
whole. <laughs> is it like algorithms or, or? So I'm I'm not working on that stuff currently. I I only okay. recently started, so I do a lot of front end development. Um, a lot of like, um, a lot of functional uh writing. Sure. So my stuff is, you know, this person. Uh, you know, I I work for a company that provides software to to banks and lending institutions. Mm-hmm. And so basically someone says, I need to, to find all of my bank statements that have mm-hmm. that are for this loan or for this loan number or whatever. And, you know, I, so my whole, my whole job is to make it function between the right. database that's storing it all and what they see. Gotcha. <laughs> so, gotcha. So my job is, is much easier than, than a lot of other software developers, but it's still as it's a new not guy, something you could just, you know, just figure out without, you know, you knowing your stuff though, obviously yeah, you need yeah. to know your stuff. So yeah, it's a lot, it's a lot cool. that I've learned, but it's been, it's been good. So, yeah. so how long have you been cool. uh, studying J- Japanese? Um, basically one, one year this month. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> and it's all, it was started out like pretty much all on my own. And then, uh, you know, I, then I started like, ob- like obviously messing up cause I'm, I, it's like, it's a, a language that's not based you know, on anything that we know pretty yeah. much right now. Yeah. Um, so I would, I, but I would still like, you know, like no shame, just reach out to people and say what I thought I was trying to say. And a lot of them would stop, not respond or like, you know, stop responding <laughs> quickly after, after the, the first pleasantries and stuff like that. But, uh, oh, man. you know, I think the mistakes, the mistakes are what, you know, that, that feeling of embarrassment or, or I wish that person you didn't stop talking or, you know, yeah. didn't run away. Um, that those feelings are like initially what made me learn super quick, like what, makes sense and what doesn't um yeah, for sure uh and it's i you know I, I i in the beginning i was like super super revved up about it and then as like you know obviously you get super comfortable with an idea it you loses a little bit of its luster but like i think the fact that i actually made some friendships online that are definitely worth keeping that's yeah that's making me like want to like because because i learned it so fast i think i would forget it equally as fast so i need to like keep going if i want to maintain you know those relationships and, and yeah. you know but potentially play in Japan one day and, and actually, you know, be able to, you know, say more than just, you know, hello and thank you, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. it would be a really rewarding thing to like have, you know, conversations with fans and stuff like Heck that. Yeah. So, yeah. And I mean, imagine how, how long lasting that fan would be if you, if yeah, you go yeah. in as a white guy from America yeah. and you just yeah. speak to them and they're like, yeah. what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I'm, I'm hoping that is, uh, you know, go, go, again, again, I won't be a master by any means for many years, but I think that <laughs> I, I do like, I, I look forward to having reactions and, and relationships like that, you know, that, so it'll be yeah. cool for sure. And that's so cool. I, I love that. Like, and like you said, you know, just like the elasticity of, of your, your brain, like the fact is most people, as they get older, they, they just tend to just be complacent because habits kick in. Yeah. Yeah, and, the usual uh, kind of thing and new ideas are, are kind of more daunting day by yeah. day when, when you're not, you know, like challenging the the learning part of your brain after school, you know, so. Exactly. And it takes willpower. So I think that's awesome, man. I, I commend yeah, you for you. that. That's fantastic. <laughs> thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so obviously, you know, we, we've talked about a lot of things, but not a whole lot about the EP you guys released. It was released. <laughs> when was it? Just a. Last month, it was right? basically a month ago on Sunday. So okay. yeah, so basically a month. So uh, so tell me a little bit about you know the, I mean obviously there's there's a lot that goes into it. So you, it, it's going to be hard to to boil it down right, or right. to to really to really um, center it onto one thing. But you know obviously the choice of of calling it beat down generation generation 
And there's, you know, there's kind of, like you said, a little bit of a, a sad or melancholy feel in terms of the words. Obviously, the <laughs> the music doesn't feel that way. But uh, so what's kind of the what was kind of the the, the driver behind the, the EP? So um, let's see, we put out our single university. So the single before the record was called University, and that was basically out in August of 2019. I started writing the record in like September of 2019. And, uh, we like basically, um, you know, it's, we started the, so satisfied was the first song written. Um, after that, the next one was let you in. And I think we were like, we weren't really sure if we wanted to do just like keep doing singles for the rest of our life or actually do like a more cohesive release. But I think, um, you know, we talked to a couple of different people and it seemed like an interesting idea to do like a more cohesive, you know, six song release instead of just do like a bunch of singles. Um, yeah. And, you know, I don't I don't regret that at all. I mean, we'll probably go back to doing singles for a little while, maybe like one or two before we do another record um, sure. either LP or EP. But um, I think that basically, you know, we. Uh, <laughs> I'm drawing a blank on what exactly you asked me. No, yeah. What was like kind of the driver behind like, yeah. The, Cause you said university was the single that kind of right. sparked prior to the EP. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, you know, there's, there's obviously a kind of a cohesive theme that, that you, that you do have. Oh, okay. Um, and yeah. so just kind yeah. of what the, the driver was behind that, that theme and kind of what drove the, drove you to, to these songs and, and this yeah, kind of, yeah. of uh, style or not style, but uh, lyric style. Yeah. You know? So, well, I, I, I will say that like, you know, musically, um, I I think that it's it is obviously a little different than our first EP, which is like basically like pretty much ska punk, like yeah, uh, you know, and this one, you know, while it is you know ska punk, we started calling it uh, brass emo as a joke. Uh, I guess uh, <laughs> our our guitar player um, is a big fan of Rustin Kelly, and he oh, dude, apparently said. Cool. I, I don't know his music super well, but apparently he said something like, no, 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 I'm not country. I'm dirt emo. And then I was yep. like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. sorry, yeah. If I'm not allowed to curse. But I was like, <laughs> no, uh, uh, I was like, oh, you know what? That's funny. <laughs> like, it's pretty like we're, bra we're brass emo. <laughs> then, That's you know? fantastic. Like, we don't always do the upstroke thing. And I, I do take a lot of influence from like Less and Jake and Real Big Fish. But we, yeah. you know, we don't always do we don't always do that. And I think if we label ourselves as strictly a ska band that people will feel you know, slightly betrayed when we don't do it. Um, so, you know, like obviously we are a ska band and we have horns and, and we take a lot of inspiration from that music, but we, you know, on this record, um, I wanted to kind of, you know, put in like my Blink-182 kind of, uh, yeah. you know, inspiration. I wanted to put in like, you know, like story so far, like real friends, all these like pop punk. Yeah. That's that what it. I was going to mention. I was like, I got a yeah. lot of the vibes of the modern pop punk. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's totally. Totally. Knuckle puck. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I listen to those bands. I love those bands and those bands have made, you know, significant, you know, uh, they've made some headway in, in the, in the pop punk genre, you know, past like, you know, Blink-182 basically was like, the middle last main real mainstream one and then yeah. and like green day and stuff like that. And then, you know, these bands have, but they have like, they've advanced the genre and I, I wanted sure. to show some of that too. So, um, you know, it's not always like a super easy, like, um, doing like, you know, putting Scott chords with those songs and whatnot and like the upstrokes and everything. Like sometimes they just don't fit. So we, yeah. didn't, we the big thing is we didn't force it, um, when it didn't need to happen and, yeah. and we'd let it happen when it could. So. Well, yeah. and I noticed that I think it, I think it's like I said, I, I actually, so I love, I love ska and I think mm -hmm. ska is just, it's just dope, but yeah, <laughs> it's, it's tough to, uh, to really, I, I found a lot of ska bands. You can kind of tell that they stuck, they, they kind of get stuck. It's hard to really sing about anything yeah, that has, yeah. that has, um, 
consequence in yeah. a ska band. It, it typically isn't taken right. very seriously. And so I feel like right. you guys like handled they make it jokes really about well. it on TV and stuff like, Oh, like, 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 I don't even know what show it was. There's a couple different shows that make jokes about ska bands. And it's just like, that's like the pinnacle non-serious band. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and like I, the, my biggest crippling fear is like being super pigeonholed and being like, yeah. you know, you can't like, that's a, you guys are a ska band, you know, you, you know, like obviously we are and that's fine, but I don't yeah. want, you know, the, the negative connotations of like not taking ourselves seriously to go along with that. So, yeah. um, you know, maybe that's, you know, why some of the lyrics might be, I mean, I don't try to overcompensate or anything. Oh, I for just sure. Kinda, you still make you it know, natural, but right. Right. What comes to me, but, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I think that, uh, I, you know, in terms of like writing lyrics and whatnot, I, it's, it's kind of just like what comes to mind, you know, like I, yeah. I don't really, I'm not, I don't go into it, you know, saying I'm going to write a sad song. It kind of just <laughs> pops out, you know, I, I don't know. There might be some like deep rooted <laughs> like stuff there, but, uh, um, you know, uh, we, I, I don't know. I, I would say that beat down generation was probably, uh, one of the few songs where I like, I was like, okay, it's not going to be like a, a song about, um, you know, like a relationship. It's going to be a song about kind of like the, the spirit of like protest in a sense. Yeah. Um, and I wanted like the, the kind of like the underdog, uh, to like, you know, like to rise up, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like, like let's, let's, you know, like we don't have to accept what we've been given. Um, we can like, you know, come together and, and make a better situation for ourselves. So that's kind of like one of the songs where I like really focused on the message, you know, like the, yeah. the other songs, not that they default to any one thing or another, but it's, that's kind of just like, you know, the words that like spiral around in my head normally, yeah. you know? So, um, you know, th that's why like the message of like, uh, sat aside, let you in misery, uh, and gone are all pretty much the same. Yeah. Um, now HSS was actually written in 2013. So that oh, wow. has so a little bit one. of a different flavor to it. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> not to say that like my dopamine was working better back then or anything, but that is probably, <laughs> the, probably the happy song on the record. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? So, um, you know, that's kind of like, you know, the, the, the lyrics in a, in a nutshell, that's kind of how that all worked out. No, that's really cool. Yeah. I love, I love kind of hearing that. Cause you know, like, that's that's one thing that I've I've always found fascinating is the uh, what drives a musician to write about mm -hmm. a topic. And yeah. uh, and especially, you know, typically when it comes to an album or an EP and the album or EP is named after one of the songs, there's typically, you know, a lot of meaning there. And so I just always mm -hmm. like to, to kind of feel that out because it's just like yeah. it's so fascinating that the you know there's it there's obviously a lot of a lot of meaning there for you yeah and, yeah absolutely. Uh, and there's a lot to take out for, take out of it which i think is rad <laughs> yeah yeah i would say that like you know basically if you like <laughs> i i don't i don't i don't know the best way to describe it but basically if you turned my brain or my subconscious into like an open book that's kind of like you know what the the, the themes that are like popping up there are kind yeah. of like you know, for, for a lot of those songs, again, there, there are a couple exceptions, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I think with misery, I did try to, I will say for misery, I did try to like, like, like obviously like the default song is like a, like a, usually like a bittersweet song about being forgotten or blah, blah, blah. But I was yeah. saying the misery, I definitely like, you know, I put the, 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 the spices in that one. I was like, all right, like this is obviously <laughs> going to be a sad song. So I'm going to go a little bit more ham on this one. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like, I'm going to, I'm going to really milk this one. I'm going to see. Right. right. It's think. like, it's like, oh man, it's like the tempo and stuff. Like people like, I, like I'm going to do things that, you know, like invoke emotion and whatnot. And I think, uh, 
I think that's what led to that song being one of the singles. I think that's how that song ended up being, you know, as strong as it was. So, well, it's it's kind of funny because those those ones that hit the hardest in terms of of like you know being almost almost over the top when it comes yeah. to like when you norm look at it in a normal situation, almost over the yeah. top. But you get those you get those times where you actually go through something, and you're yeah. like, this song is just perfect right and so it's like yeah yeah it ends up being I mean, even though it's over the top when you wrote it it, yeah. it ends up hitting just right <laughs> yeah right yeah yeah and and you know there have been some people that have reached out you know about certain songs and you know and said things to me like or, or want to know more of the meaning because like they are feeling something about it uh, and that's like super rewarding because yeah you know and the end of the, that's what like connects us you know like that's people feeling things through the message, you know, or even if it's like, obviously a song, like some songs don't have lyrics or whatever, and you can still feel, um, yep. but like, you know, obviously I'm a songwriter and I want, you know, to convey and, and like the human experience, I want to connect on that level. So when, when people do, or they actually, you know, I've had some people that like, like, Ooh, like, did you, like, did you know about this double meaning in your lyric? Like they, you know, they looked into it <laughs> and like, and some of them, yeah, sometimes a lot of the times I'm like, yeah, I'm so glad you found that. Cause yes. And then other times I'll be like, Oh no, I didn't even know I that I did that. You know? <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 Um, and that's like equally cool. So yeah, that honestly, that's like, I feel like that would be, um, you know, cause that this is one thing that I, I've, I've really just kind of taken to heart when I, I spoke to Steven Christian, uh, of Amber, like I said, my favorite band. And so I was just like hanging on every word. <laughs> and, oh yeah. 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 <laughs> and going back know, and listening. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And one of the, um, one of the things that he said, which based on kind of what you're saying, you know, where, where you just, it's super rewarding to hear people who connect with it and who take it to heart, you know, he was like, yeah. when you when you write a song, when you try to write a song for everyone, no one gets anything out of it. But when you write a song right. for your for one person, everyone tends to get something out of it. Right. And oh uh, yeah, that's I like that a lot. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And so it's like what you said, you know, or you're like, I'm really glad you caught on to that because I wrote that with the double meaning, you know, because of of what I was going through. But I'm really glad other people are catching it now, you know. And yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it does, it does feel like, and I think that's one of the coolest things about, about the punk rock world, especially with, yeah. you know, the story so far and real, real yep. friends, they just made some really, really just almost heart wrenching lyrics and heart wrenching yeah. music that oh, just yeah. like brings everyone together. Cause we're all relating, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, everybody, you know, every, you know, there, obviously there's happy songs in this world. Of course, there's nothing yeah. wrong with them. Uh, but you know, and obviously, you know, the, the I, I, it sucks that they had to go through some of that stuff and it sucks yeah. that we all have to go through some of that. But I think, you know, like not unlike this Corona situation, I think it brings people together because, you know, exactly. we can kind of be like, you know, Oh, like maybe you do sympathize with me a bit and maybe I do sympathize with you a bit. And and then all of a sudden, you know, the empathy kind of starts flowing and it, it becomes a beautiful thing, you know? Yeah. And that's honestly, you know, when you, we were talking about live shows, that's actually one of my favorite things about going to a live show is I can look around and I can say, I know that I don't agree with like 90% of these people on a topic, whatever <laughs> right, topic right. it is. I can, I can say at any given moment in a conversation, yeah. I can disagree with 90% pe of the people here about yeah, what, yeah, yeah. any topic. Right. And then I just think, but guess what? We're all here for the same yeah. reason for the same bands and doing right. the same thing and enjoying it. Yeah. And it's just like, that's that's what's magical and they're still gonna <laughs> they're still gonna catch you when you stage dive uh exactly you know, provided yep. <laughs> you didn't have those uh topical conversations beforehand <laughs> and even you know? then even then you know right, even then even you then still have something right, we'll that save it brings for after, you together yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah. You still have that yeah. thing that brings you together because you're all there for right. that same thing, you know? And it's just like, yeah, absolutely. It just, it just changes. It, it makes people people, you know what I mean? It, it gives you yeah. A, yeah. a a one-on-one connection as opposed to like a, a yeah. left versus right or up versus down, you know, whatever type of conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like everyone, everyone wants to polarize things. It's like, dude, let's just, right. let's just come together with music. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah. And that's why Absolutely. I love, that's why I love the EP is honestly, I, I feel like there was, there was a lot of that feeling there. Like a lot of that vibe when I like, honestly, I don't even know how, like how I found it. I, uh, oh, I'm yeah. constantly <laughs> digging for music, which, yeah, okay. which is like a passion of mine, which is why I have the podcast. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like finding this EP, I was like, okay, I'll check out a new EP. Why not? And right. it hit and I was like, okay, some ska. I was like, <laughs> I wouldn't call this ska, but it's definitely ska. And I, and it just but, like, like, it's like, I know those guys listen to less than Jake, but I wouldn't exactly. call this ska. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it just, and I, like I've probably listened to it, you know, I, I mean, I listened to it all the way through without any interruptions. That's my way of doing it. But then since then I've probably listened to it five or five or eight more times just yeah, yeah, yeah. in the background, cool. you know, while showering, while driving, whatever. Yeah. yeah that's and, awesome. uh, and it's just like, I just think that you did a great job. So I want to make thank sure you. you're aware of that. <laughs> well, thank you very much. I, yeah. I you know, I, I put a lot of work into it. The, the whole band did. Um, but yeah, it really means a lot that you, you know, you gave it a listen. I, I like the idea that you, you know, listened un- uninterrupted, you know, like that, that I think that there's a lot of things that we put into the album that um, you will only get from kind of just listening to it instead of like, you know, listening while you're driving, listening while you're playing a game, you yeah. know, listening while you're showering, you know, there's, there's, you'll, you'll get, you know, you know, other things out of that when you are doing that, obviously. But if you listen to this record, there's things that we've kind of put in, you know, either written into the music or like put it like hidden in the mix, like you'll, that you'll yeah. actually catch if you listen to it like that. So that's cool. And it just feels like, like if like, I feel like when a band, you know, obviously like w- the way that you talk, it sounds like you're this type of person where it was planned. It wasn't just like, haphazardly thrown together and you know you put it in an order for a reason you you put it together and it flows and i you know when i listen i listen through to try and feel the the ebbs and flows of where you're trying to go with the story you know Mm -hmm. and uh and so it just it's just it's a really cool experience and and like i said i uh i genuinely just like i got through it and i was like that was that was the most unique ska experience i've ever had oh damn (laughs) thank you so much yeah (laughs) i like like, that i do like that yeah, because like I said, I I heard a lot of the influence of the of the modern pop punk that I really yeah, love. Yeah. But I also got a lot of the nostalgia of the ska that I've always loved. And I'm like, dude, this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that you nailed it there. Yeah. I mean, uh, definitely. Because, again, like I, I love these modern pop punk bands. I love like the older pop punk bands. And then I really love the ska. And I just I want them to all be together and, and be happy. And it, there's not too many people that are doing the kind of more modern pop punk with, you know, the ska and yeah. it's, it, it, I, it's not super easy to like blend together either. Like you can't just go, you know, in my opinion, you can't just go right into like a ska section without, you know, kind of building into it or like having it, making it have a purpose. Yeah. So, you know, it, um, you know, I, I don't discourage anyone from trying it, of course, but uh, just know that it's not just putting ska, you know, being a ska band and then being and then like flipping a switch and, be, you know, like there's, you gotta, yeah. I don't know. No, that's, why, that's why I mentioned <laughs> that is just because, because like, stylistically ska music is not it doesn't play well with other genres not not in like a bad way it's just it is so unique and it is so powerful it's almost like yeah it's almost like um you know like wasabi or something where it's like (laughs) yeah it's a flavor that it's a flavor that everyone wants to include 
but right. it's, it's, it's just very overpowering <laughs> if you, it, it, you yeah. know, you can't really combine it with a whole lot of things and, and, and not have wasabi, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Or, or, right. Or like, yeah. So like, if you like, you know, like I've, I've heard of people doing like ska with metal or ska, with, you know, and it's like, like, unless you want it like to be super, super like categorized like that, you got to like put some real effort into blending yeah. the two things. Cause otherwise it's going to like feel like a, like a switch hit. And then you like all of a sudden you're a different genre. Um, so, you know, it takes a little bit of nuance, but yeah, I think that's kind of where the direction we're going is just kind of um, making the uh, blend happen in more uh, seamless, but you know, new ways. Um, and I'm yeah. looking forward to, you know, all the new songs that we end up doing. Uh, obviously we're going to be doing a lot of recording, uh, until yeah. the live situation starts kicking off, but you know, so that does just, that just means people will have more songs to listen to. So. Exactly. So with the, with the studio in your house, do you do all of the, do you do the mixing and stuff or do you, do you just kind of do the, the, the demos and put it all together and then send it off to producer? What, how do you guys do that? So I, um, yeah, I do everything. Um, That's awesome. I, yeah, I, uh, I've kind of accumulated a studio um, over the last 10 years or so. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I, I've went to school for it. I, oh, uh, cool. you know, did some internships for it. And uh, I kind of uh, just like made it my passion and it became my passion. Uh, and and I, you know, really took the ball and rolled with that. So, um, you know, I, I got I worked at a guitar center for a, a year or so and I had the discount and I like That's a got even more, you know, gear, man. yeah, I got, got, yeah, it is for real. <laughs> um, and I got like a bunch more stuff and I really built my studio up uh, during that time. Cause I was living at home and I was, you know, getting, you know, getting paid and, 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 and getting the discount and I like got That's a bunch so of cool. stuff. <laughs> yeah. Right. Awesome. Um, so, uh, you know, when I finally quit, um, I like put all my eggs in this basket and I'm like, all right, I've got the stuff, I've got the know-how, um, you know, like, yeah, I, you know, I, I play all the instruments in our band. Um, so potentially I could, you know, I did a cover of a, a song vindicated by dashboard confessional where I played oh, nice. uh, all the I'll instruments. Have to check that out. Yeah. It's on, it's on YouTube. Uh, and, yeah. uh, I, uh, uh, but I just, you know, I did it because obviously the guys can't come over and I wanted yeah. to be creative. Um, but you know, when, in terms of the record, I, you know, I do the tracking and I do the bass and then the rest of the band does their, you know, uh, their instruments. So yeah. And then I, then I mix it and I master it. Um, so yeah, wow. it really, uh, doesn't, it starts here and ends here pretty much. That's so. super dope, man. That's, yeah. that's something that as I've spoken to people like, so my brother-in-law, he's a phenomenal musician and, uh, I just, I see the process and I'm like, oh my gosh. And then I talk to people who are like, yeah, honestly, we thought we knew the process until we went to a, <laughs> a real producer and then they showed us what the real process was. And right. I was like, this is so much more involved than most people realize. And yeah, uh, I mean, it's like, it's a career. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, there's like, it's a, there's a, there's computer program, obviously pro tools is, is the, the, the standard. And then there's, you know, there's all kinds of hardware and software from like, you know, ranging from like, you know, the sixties technology to now. Yeah. And, and it, it's, it's, and, and just, uh, it, it ranges from like, you know, basically, being super artistic, like almost like holding a pencil and drawing like that level of artistry yeah. to like, like knowing like your IO and, and the, you know, like I don't, that's the stuff like when it comes to like sample rate, like in like the, <laughs> like 44 one versus, you know, it starts getting like, uh, and like the bit depth or, or whatever. That's yeah. where I, my brain starts to get a little <laughs> bit like, you know, like, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, you do really need to, you know, to do the, uh, the engineering of mixing and, and, uh, producing and whatnot. Um, 
and and using Pro Tools, like it really does take some know-how and, and you would be surprised. I mean, obviously, you know, it's not a deterrent. I think it's a great thing for people to do. Yeah, you just sure. need to know that <laughs> the sky is pretty much the limit once you, you, you do start doing it. And I mean, yeah. you can do, you can do great things on day one and it's awesome like that, but you know, just know that you're not going to master it, uh, you know, and for, yeah. for a, a very long while. It's almost a never ending art because there's always going to be <laughs> yeah. new technologies too. There's always, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, yeah. companies are constantly updating, releasing yeah. yeah, new, new synthesizers or new, mm-hmm. you know, new pedals, new. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. And so it's like, ooh, there's, it's just constantly. Right. And then right. obviously the different types of microphone, like, dude, like the things that I had to learn to get this podcast yeah. going, I was like condenser mic versus, you right. know, dynamic mic. Dynamic, like, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Right. <laughs> one that works, you know, I just thought they were all right. XLR and I knew XLR because right. I was like, hey, that's that's what mics are, you know, well, actually I'd done, you like, need phantom power. It's like, yeah. uh, you'll need 48 volts for uh, yeah, exactly. you know, condenser. Yeah. And I was like, all right, let's figure this. Let's figure this <laughs> right. crap out, man. Let's do it. Um, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, I love like, learning, but I, right. I, I mean, even now, like I'm trying to learn more about like this, the, you know, the, the compression and the, the yeah. noise, you know, obviously noise, noise gate is pretty yeah. straightforward, but like noise gate compression and. And like, yeah. you know, just like all of the different waves, like trying to to make it so the voice sounds more natural and doesn't feel yeah. so overwhelming and like adjusting your levels. And I'm like, holy crap. And that's just right. that's just for talking. That's and not right. Even and the that's just like part. the super. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and obviously they it is it's like the same instrument just being used a different way in a sense. But uh, yeah, yeah, it is crazy. Like, um, you know, even I'm, you know not to say that even I, but, but, you know, I, I have been doing, you know, audio professionally for a while now and, yeah. uh, I'm still, uh, you know, trying to figure out EQ the, the, the best way, you know, yeah. try, you know, that was kind of like one of the, the last things I really understood was like how to actually EQ something properly instead of just boost every band. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, cause that's like, Oh, that kind of sounds good. And I'll, you know, and then that, by the end of it, you've just kind of boosted all your volume, but anyway, yeah. you know, like, you know, compression, like just trying to figure out like, like, you know, like in a sense, like when I'm doing like pop music and doing like pop rock, like it, it just kind of sounds better every time I add another compressor. And <laughs> so it's like, huh, like, are you really supposed to have three compressors on a vocal trip? But, you know, you, you just use your ears. And, and at the end of the day, it's uh, the end justifies the means. Yeah. And I just so. think it's I think it's cool because like the the fact that you have the capability to say, I wrote this song, I had this vision and mm-hmm. you have learned to get to the point where that vision is the same, the outcome is the same as the vision. And I think that's yeah. super dope too. That's a cool way of putting it. I, I haven't thought of it like that, but yeah, yeah, it's uh, it, that is, um, that's, that's like, I, I, I think what's interesting and I think that I have a point that will actually, um, um, go along with what you just said is that, uh, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll write a song and, I'll, I think I already know what it sounds like, the finished product, but it's not actually what's coming through my speakers. Now I'll get excited about what I've got so far yeah. and I'll start sending it to all my friends like, dude, like, like, isn't this so like, and it's like not that far <laughs> along yet. But to me, I'm like, I'm hearing everything already. Yeah. Um, so I'm already excited about it. And I think just like that they're like, oh yeah, it needs a little bit of work, you know? Cause like, obviously <laughs> I, I just, I just sent them like a really, really like basic early idea, but yeah. I'm already hearing it. I already know what it's going to be. So I'm you like, hear all the instruments, you hear the yeah. harmonies, you right, hear right. the, yeah. 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 So I want them to be like, you know, excited along with me. And then I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll let you know what it's done. You yeah, know? Let me, let me show you yeah. when, when all of these yeah. things that I'm hearing as I right, play this right. are actually there exactly. for you too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Exactly. That's awesome. That's a great way of putting it too. Cause it's like, 
like that's that's something that like you know if you if you ever seen those videos of those artists who like paint something upside down no one has any clue what it is and then they flip right. it upside down and it's oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's this really cool painting that's yeah, the yeah. type of idea it is to me where like you know all the colors you know the yeah. the whole outline and right. i'm watching this and i'm like I don't, I don't know how that's going to come together. Bro. You know what I mean? Like if I move this here and it's yeah. a song. Yeah. And then, and then at the very end, you just, you, you basically, you know, you, you hit that one last switch and it's just like, boom. And you're yep. like, Oh my gosh, how, like, how did I not hear this all along? How did I, I not right? see it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. That's really cool, man. I, I like that. But, uh, Hey, I, uh, I don't want to take a, much more of your time. I, <laughs> But I do love to end my podcast with just kind of a fun, like off the cuff, trivial facts about yourself if you're down. Yeah. Wait. So are you, do I have to come up with a bunch of facts or are you asking the no, questions? No, I'll ask you the questions. Okay. And uh, maybe you know the answer, maybe you don't. Because some people are like, I don't even know the answer to that question. All right. Uh, yeah. Let's try it. Why not? <laughs> some I'm of not, them are, some of them it. are hard to come up with a single answer. So I'll, I'll, I'll let you slide. You know, you can come up with multiple sure. answers if you need. <laughs> Okay. The okay. first one I always love to start with is because I'm a, a sugar holic. Um, what is your favorite candy? Ooh. Um, I think maybe because I just got it from Sweetwater, but um, let's go with like red Laffy Taffy. Ooh, nice. So wait, <laughs> red, that's the cherry one, right? Not the strawberry yeah, one. Uh, okay. Ooh, I don't know. Ooh. Cause I there's the, know. I think, I think the red is cherry and then there's pink, which is strawberry. Red flavor. Any candy is usually the best. So let's, well, I'll just say red. <laughs> there you go, dude. That's awesome. Red or blue. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that means, that means that you're on the same wavelength as me. If, if the, the choices are red or blue, you know, you're yeah. on in the right genre of candy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next one. What is your favorite movie? Ooh. It used to be like Anchorman, um, like in comedy <laughs> genre. It used to, it was probably Anchorman, um, but I would say honestly, like Star Wars. Um, but I got, I don't know if I can get like bring it down to the episode. I think it's just Star yeah. Wars. <laughs> I, I, that's me. I, uh, I'm like, I, I can order. I can put them in an order. Yeah, yeah. But I can't say that my favorite is one of them. That's just right. The best right. I can tell you which all. ones I don't like, um, but <laughs> I can't tell, I can, you know, like in terms of uh, there's probably like a top three, I don't know, but, but yeah, basically I just, there's like, I didn't really love the pre- prequels, but I, I, I liked the, uh, the, what is it? The sequel trilogy. Yeah. Uh, I liked that. I think I liked that more than most people. It seemed like that got a lot of hate, but I really enjoyed I it. I enjoyed so. them. Like, yeah. honestly, it's kind of like my whenever I tell people like my order, because I'm a huge Star Wars guy, like I'm always, yeah. always talking about it. Like I, right, right, right. I just am obsessed. And I'm like, I tell people the order and they're, they kind of just like, look at me like, are you? I don't think anybody's, um, unless your order is exactly the same as someone else. When you were talking about Star Wars and your favorite movies, uh, star, favorite Star Wars movies, I think it's like, it's, it's already going to spark a huge argument. Yeah, uh, exactly. You know, so like <laughs> if, if it's a, exactly one movie off, like, you know, like, then it's just like, well, we're not seeing eye to eye anyway. So, yeah, you know, exactly. like we're not, we don't understand each other. Yeah. So what would, what would your like top five be in order of your Four Star, Star Wars? Wars? Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, top five in no particular order. You, you mean? No, in order. I I, so yeah, like, I, if, I can't give you a definitive number one. That's okay. the other thing. Okay. So, well, uh, I mean, if that's, that's actually a great way of putting it. So like what, 
how many are there that that would be kind of clustered into number one, kind of interchangeably in number one? Um, so probably Empire Strikes Back. Um, and then like the first one of the sequel trilogy, um, even though I'm not saying the Force name, of, like even though, yeah, Force Awakens. Yeah, that's, um, I don't know. I, I think they pushed the, the titles of the original ones like way harder than the, the I, yeah. know, I just remember yeah. what happened and not necessarily. The, <laughs> yeah, um, sure. So, okay. So, uh, Empire Strikes Back, Force Awakens. Um, and then uh, maybe the, uh, like the, like the, like episode four, like the original, um, yeah. or probably, yeah, that's probably new hope. Yeah. Probably. Like it's funny. Cause like, yeah, like honestly, I, I'm, I'm pretty down with that. My my order, Empire Strikes Back, I think is like the definitive number one for yeah, most Star yeah. Wars fans. It's right. my number one. It's my number yeah. one. But I'm weird. Number two for me is Rogue One. I oh, love I, I Rogue forgot one. about that. Yeah, because I was I was thinking canon or not canon, but you know, the, I mean, like the actual yeah. series. Yeah, like the right. Yeah, the. But I mean, it falls on the timeline. That's yeah. yeah. That was a great. That was a great movie. That one. That, a- that one just it. It's so good, and I. I'm obsessed. Like I said, I, I read all the books too. So right. I like even reading the books that lead up to rogue one. It was just like, it was just a cool experience. <laughs> well, what I, th- yeah, I, what I think is cool about rogue one actually is that, um, you know, like I think they just didn't feel super pressured to like try so hard and like, this has to be a hit, yeah. you know, it's not. And because of that, they actually succeed. And I think they did the same thing with the Mandalorian is like, they, they're like, this isn't like yep. a, like a main star Wars movie. So let's just like, like, let's just, like experiment let's have fun let's just not overthink too too much yeah. and and then they just crush it so it's interesting yeah and then they kind of ho- 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 hype up solo a lot and it was right like, right it was average i didn't yeah, dislike I, I'll, it. I'll give that an average yeah 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 for sure i, I mean the thing is i didn't dislike any of them like I, right I right, would never right yeah go as far as to say i disliked any star wars movies they would have to <laughs> mess up really 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 bad yeah and, you know obviously it's subjective but for me, they haven't done that yet. So exactly. Have you? Did you watch any of the cartoons at all? Like any of the series that they've done? No, but I, I think that like I've been seeing more and more that like like hardcore Star Wars fans are like like you know like adhering to those um to like what happens in the cartoons uh, more so than I would think like 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 making it almost canon pretty much uh, or yeah. even actually canon. So yeah, um, I've been thinking about it, but I just haven't. I so. So they they obviously recently did the last season of um of the Clone Wars and mm-hmm. holy cow. So Dave Filoni is the writer, producer, yeah. director and he also works on the Mandalorian series, but man, he is he just knows how to make a Star Wars like and how to write for the Star Wars fans. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's like he's basically like he he's kind of the apprentice to George Lucas. And so like right. he's probably the closest thing that we would have in the in the world of star Wars to having George Lucas there. And so like he did, he did the clone war series and dude, if I mean, (sighs) if you want to just sit down and have fun, like if you've got Disney plus like totally worth it, I love that series. And then rebels as well. Like I, I would recommend both of those series. Once again, I'm, I'm going to like, I'm, I'm also someone who enjoys cartoons still. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I do do too. I, I, I honestly, I think that it's a, it's a thought that I haven't seriously considered, you know, because I just haven't talked about it or like really thought about it too much, but I think it was just like brewing enough, like from like little things I've seen, you know, all over the place that, um, you know, like maybe now is the perfect time, you know? Yeah. I think, uh, you know, like, especially like it made the prequels way better. 
which is kind of funny. It like watching the watching yeah. the uh, the Clone Wars particularly made the prequel movies make more sense and made them feel yeah. better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, cool. I, I I like when they can do that. Um, yeah, you know, like like to kind of supplement, you know, something that already exists. Just like, but here's this other stuff that was happening around it. You know. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Last one here for you. Sure. What is the, uh, so this one could be two, it could be two answers or it could be one. Um, but, uh, the best, and it may not be the best, but, uh, the, uh, the highest production value or best concert you've been to. Ooh. Huh. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would, all right. It's, it's, I just like had to go through a quick list in my brain of everything (laughs) I've seen. Um, it's got to be Green Day. Uh, I saw American Idiot um, uh, in 2005, 2004, 2005, whatever. Nice. Basically, they did the, the concert. They were on tour with My Chemical Romance, which I really didn't um, like uh, their, their their show at the time. Honestly, I, I, I didn't really? think they were very... As a, I, was a, I was pretty young then. I was I think I was like uh, probably 12. Uh, and, I, oh, okay. and I was there for Green Day. Like I, I only listened to Green Day. I learned Green Day songs on guitar. I was impatient for Green Day. So yeah. Uh, Basically, when Michael Romance played, it was like they were mixed really loud anyway. And I think that just uh, something was not <laughs> adding up for me at the time. I mean, I came to love Black Parade, which came out like, you know, yeah, right yeah, afterwards. Yeah. But but basically, when Green Day came on, it was just like, I think that's like that was like the final like nail in the coffin. Like, all right, this is what I'm going to do in my life. You know, like when I saw yeah. that and it was just like, you know, like, the, I mean, I, I'm not even like a big pyro guy, but they had the pyro and they yeah. had, the, you know, like the, and the lights and just like and they just that band was just like so, so, so tight. And they knew exactly what they wanted to do on stage. They knew exactly, you know, what the back, you know, like just like the brand was so accurate. Yeah. Um, you know, along with the album, just everything, you know, like just was very, very, you know, well choreographed. And yeah, I think for that, sure. and obviously they had the money, you know, like they, they could have done anything <laughs> yeah. they wanted and they did. So, um, I would say that, yeah, it was, it was 2005 and it was, um, green day at the, uh, times union center in Albany nice so you're oh yeah you said you're upstate new york my yep. uh my sister lives in upstate new york she's in a tiny oh, tiny cool. tiny town though <laughs> uh interesting i mean yeah, there's there's quite a bit of those actually i i yeah. feel like every time i look at the the like the local map that i just i see another town that i've never heard of before you know if it's just a couple more miles away than i'm used to you know looking at yeah albany that's I so I visited a couple times. I flew into Albany one time, and then I flew mm-hmm. into Syracuse the other time because she's kind of in yeah. between the two. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome, man. Well, dude, thank you so much for joining me, man. It was an yeah, absolute blast having you. And, yeah, uh, this was and fun. like I said, great job on the EP. I uh, I'm stoked to hear the new stuff you release, and I'm also stoked cool. to check out that cover of Vindicated. I, oh yeah, uh, yeah. I'm pumped to hear that. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, it was I, it was a ton of fun to make, and uh, actually, uh, Chris Caraba, the lead singer of uh, Dashboard, just he retweeted it the other day, and that was like nice. a dream come true. Yeah, I was like, oh, like, that, that entire day I was listening to like you know that their their first significant album, and I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. this is amazing. So I <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been doing my top ten albums that have shaped me, and that's yeah. that's gonna be my my tenth album. Is the yeah. uh, I, I can't decide the which that you've one come to fear the most. Yeah, yeah, I can't decide if it's gonna be that one or like the funny thing is the one that I feel like might have shaped me more was their MTV unplugged album where they played oh, that's the a good best one. hits from both of those two albums. Yeah. And just like, that was the first time he had full band for me to yeah, listen to. Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. just like, 
The, it was like it, yeah. it was a life changer. It was <laughs> he, really well done too. Yeah, phenomenal. Like his voice was just perfect live, and I was like, yeah, "Geez, yeah, this yeah. guy's insane." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I mean, like it's it's got one of those voices like where you, oh, it, like you hear it, and it's like oh, that might just be like a really good studio. Like he might not really kill it live, exactly. but he does. So yeah, which is awesome. Yeah. So I like I'm trying to decide. It's it's tough to really make like it's tough to boil down all of your music into like. 10 albums that shaped me. I'm right. Like, what are my top right. 10? I don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I might've had a top 10 when I was 12, you know, that would, that would yeah. have been easy, but now it's like, there's, you know, I've been shaped quite a bit. At this, yeah. At this and time, I, so. I bas- I basically set in my, in my head, I was like, I'm not going to let this go beyond when I was like 17. So I'm going right. to let it Fair stop right. in 2007. Okay. So like that yeah. at least gave me some, like some concrete stopping point that right, made my right. life a some little rules. easier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause if I, cause it, I mean, in recent years it's completely been influenced by bands like knuckle puck and real right. you know real friends and yep. hot mulligan and i'm just like yeah, yeah i i can't i can't keep expanding until until today you know <laughs> <laughs> right right absolutely yeah that would take that would be <laughs> a long list to consider for sure exactly well bro you have a great rest of your night you too